0: I'm going the the
1: Another what promises to be exciting and historic episode Nights of the Roundtable podcast We want to thank you as always for joining us each and every single week Month after month and now year after year We have a very special episode for you guys today This is going to be something that we've never done before We have our very first guest on Knights of the Roundtable podcast And uh, before we get into who that guest is um, We're going to go around the room and we're going to you know, let you know who's here this week. We have Ant, we have Ian, we have Riley, and we have Jade here. And um, without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce who our guest is this week. Um, you can hear him live Monday through Fridays on 92.3 The Fan from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Also, too, you can catch him on Fox 8 uh, covering all things sports related. And you can also catch him nationally on CBS Sports Radio. Um, his name is Ken Carmen. Ken, welcome to the show, buddy. How you feel?
0: I'm your first ever guest. First ever. Why did you choose me? (laughs) (laughs) Because
2: we fans. We love sports. Yeah, yeah. We we listen to you when we have our different jobs in the background. And we, 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 we have fun.
0: You know, we like the show.
1: Been listening to you ever since you were on the night show.
0: Yeah. Oh my! Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you very much. I do appreciate it, you guys. I did. I, I was like, oh my god! I I didn't realize I was the first guest. I'll I'll try to be good. I'll be as good as I possibly can. <laughs>
1: All good, man. So, Ken, I want to ask you uh, probably one of the most pressing questions right now in sports. Okay. All right. AEW or WWE, <laughs> and why? All right. Um,
0: I don't. I because they did like a thing with Otis, and they asked me a question, and I'm like, hey guys, I don't. Like, I, I just kind of went through it, and I was like, hey, like, I, I made, like, a joke about Miss Elizabeth and, and Macho Man Randy Savage. I'm like, I don't get to watch a whole lot of current stuff. Um, I got to admit, like, at first, I, I saw the AEW stuff. I'm like, man, this, this isn't very good. <laughs> um, but they've really, but it's like, hey, like, they're starting a new thing, and I don't, like, starting a new thing on national television probably isn't the easiest thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they've really come around. Like a lot of things around the WWE, it's just so negative. It's just so disappointing. A lot of people are, you know, making some big questions of things. I, I'm behind on a lot of like, I'm behind on a lot of things. I listened to like, I, I meant to listen to Pat McAfee last Friday with Vince McMahon. Maybe that'll change a little bit of my perspective. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like everything is just so downtrodden with the wwe were you know the AEW, like yeah they got they got a couple problems too but there's a lot of things that are exciting there's a lot of things that that you can look forward to and they cut out some of the stuff where they cut out some of the silly stuff you know the nick gauge and stuff like that i don't and they, there's people like that mm-hmm. i was like man i don't know if i want to see this yeah um but i i i'm from what i've seen and i haven't seen a bunch uh, I'm enjoying AEW more. I know that's a long answer, uh, probably more than you wanted, but I'm uh, You good? I, I'm enjoying AEW a little more.
3: Yeah, I have to admit. I did. I did catch a snippet of AEW and they had Sting coming off the top rope, and I was like, "Hold on, Sting! Like Sting, Sting! Like." Yeah. And I had to look it up. I was like, <laughs> "I'm like, what is the insurance that they're paying it? on this? Like, got
0: to be like 60. You're yeah, 60. yeah.
3: Sting gotta be like sixty. If we forty. Sting, sting. Is,
0: <laughs> that man is 62 years old wow. doing stinger splashes to people and i'm like man, <laughs> that true. was the first thing i wasn't even the insurance i go what is the gross payout for this guy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's willing to come back and do this at 62 years old like you have to make it abundantly clear like you just need him that bad and you're like there's everybody has a price to borrow something from ted dibiase and you had to meet that price to pay <laughs> this guy who's at the time was 61, now 62, Mm -hmm. Stinger splashing people and coming off the top rope.
3: I mean, legitimately, Sting could have literally been watching his kids that day, like, hold on, I'm bringing them all to work with me real quick and, like, had him up oh, yeah. there with, like... This
2: kid's growing this kid. He got no, grandkids. grandkids. It was grandkids. all his grandkids
3: <laughs> or something. Like, as like, soon as I pick my daughter, my granddaughter up from school, <laughs> I'm going to come do this splash. They like, just had a makeup lady ready. It, <laughs> my my it, question it, is, it, did it, he it. get up after the splash? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was what got me. I was like, oh, man.
2: <laughs> Cut, go to commercial. <laughs> get up. I had heard there is a, there is a thing about him...
0: Showing up to um, to autograph signings, and he'll like he'll just wear sunglasses. If you want him to, and I don't blame him for charging this. If they if the, like if the promoter wants him to wear his face painted, it's an extra five grand. He'll hey. wear the face paint, but you got to pay him an extra five thousand dollars to do it. To um, well, yeah, point. I mean, bring a right, in, you might as well pay the extra five grand. Yeah, I'm, I'm not around. mad at him
3: for that. You think he, about like how he deserve that? Yeah, yeah. and what you? Yeah.
2: Yeah, Ken, I got I got a question about you. Since, since we're interviewing you, we'll give you a chance to tell us about you. So so when did you know you wanted to make a career out of talking about sports? And then did you take a, a leap of faith to kind of get into it? Um,
0: I, it, was, I, it was, I don't want to say it was something I fell into or anything like that. I, I wanted to be, I kind of wanted to be a sports writer and, um, I used to really be announcerish about things, and I used to really like we call it puking it on the mic, where you you talk like this, and everything is this, and da da da. And uh, for whatever reason, that impressed this, my high school principal, and he encouraged me to do it. And then I got it. I, I went to college. I uh, when I went to college, I, I started at their at the college radio station. That was a really good place to go to. And then uh, I got a part time job being a board operator. At a cluster of stations when it, when iHeart was Clear Channel uh, down in it was technically licensed to Akron, but it was really North Canton. And uh, my bosses, I got very lucky. I had bosses who um, took an interest just because I was willing to I was willing to come in and do like the Sunday morning gospel and run the board for that and all the other stuff. So I was willing to do whatever they asked me to do. And so they really worked on like getting rid of the puke, uh, telling you know, sharing some stuff. There was a guy. There was a guy that a lot of people didn't like. I, he's passed now, um, but he there was a lot. He had a lot of bad relationships with people, but he was always really good to me. And it was a guy named Bill Needle, and mm. Bill helped me so much. Uh, just doing play by play because I, when I first started, I thought I was going to do play by play. I thought I was going to be a radio play by play guy, and I and at the time that's what I was doing. I was doing high school football and basketball, and then I did. Um, when I graduated Akron, like right when I graduated, I was doing the arrows, who are now the rubber ducks. And it was cool because it was double A. So I was like, all right, like, I'm, I'm on a track here and I can keep doing this. And some guys, they go to triple A and they're in triple A for 20 years. But I was like, all right, I'm, you know, 21 at the time. I'm doing a double A. I'm like, I could be up in bigs, you know, 10 years, five years, whatever it might be. And I was doing Ashland men's and women's basketball. And football, and then I was doing um, I was doing a I was doing a couple of like 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 regional TV things like not ESPN three nothing nothing that good <laughs> it was like really low maintenance stuff and low budget stuff too and uh, I got I was doing traffic I was listed as traffic and then um, the company I worked for they bought a traffic the, the technically the one I was listed under. And they downsized, and I was one of the the ones they downsized. And my bosses made jokes, because I got let go. I got let go, but I went on the air the next day doing baseball for this, for the station.
1: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. My
0: wife, I was getting married in three weeks. And uh, at that time, I just thought I was gonna drive a bread truck, and I applied at the fan, I did an interview. Uh, they were able to hire me for basically nothing because they knew I was I was desperate and uh, my because my wife was relieved when I got fired because she thought it, this was going kind of nowhere. I mean I was working four jobs i was I was doing a bunch of different radio things, you know all the things I described and I was unloading trucks and she just thought, you know this is kind of like a waste. it's time to settle down and and make a man of yourself here and then I got the job of the fan and it just kind of took off from there. so I, I got I got very lucky. I got very lucky. A lot of guys like to kiss their own ass. Uh, and, and talk. Like, yeah, I've, I've had to work hard, absolutely. But I, I've been very, very lucky. I've never had to move from the area. I've always been here. Um, and I've, I've, with the exception of one boss, but it was like, it was too early in my career for me to really get pissed at the guy. Mm. I've had some wonderful, wonderful, wonderful bosses. I've been very lucky that way. So I, I don't... I don't sit
2: there and lie to anybody. I've been very fortunate. Nice. Yeah, that's good, man. That's I think one, that's one of the things that make you good. That uh, you're like transparent on the air. It feel, you make people feel like they already know you. You know, I never met you, but I feel like I know you. Um, so now we're going to get into infamous question. So uh, <laughs> will Baker Mayfield be the opening day starter for the Cleveland Browns? At the beginning of the 2023 season.
0: The 23 season. 23 oh, God. season. I, oh, shit. I gotta tell you, I don't, I don't think you will. Me either. I don't think you will. I just went under a big bridge. I hope you guys can hear that. I'll say it again. I, I don't think you will. Um, I want him to work out. You know, these are. It's weird. You, you, you said that about like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty transparent. These are tough times. Like to be on air because I, the internet isn't a real place. But you look at it during the show, and you'll end up doing a you'll end up doing a show for Twitter instead of doing a show for your listeners,
3: mm-hmm. and that's
0: a, that's a dangerous thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And you know, people are they have taken to Twitter in a way that I, I have not seen in my career with each other. About like even Johnny Manziel, they have taken to Twitter in a way I've never seen when it comes to Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. And every day, there are. You know, there are people who are like celebrating if Baker Mayfield is still the quarterback and there's people who hate it and vice versa. And I just think that's a fake place and you can't let yourself be affected by that. So I've been turning off Twitter a lot during shows just because I have to tell the truth. Now, I have a better bedside manner than a lot of people on the air. Um, I don't like to upset people. I really don't. I want people to have a good day. But I, I also have to, you know, I also have to tell it the way I see it. And I... I think that a lot of ways he's been damaged. I think he's been damaged physically. I think he's been damaged emotionally by the experience being in the NFL. And I hope he works out, but i I really don't. I don't hold out much hope. I really don't. I, I think that they'll get to the end of this year. My whole my goal is for them to make the postseason, so they, you know, they can keep Andrew Barry in charge. I don't want them to lose their minds. I want them to keep uh, Kevin Stefanski in charge and maybe go after a quarterback or use picks and trade up. But I can't say I can't say I'm confident that he'd be the starting quarterback in 2023. I can't. That's
2: fair. Yeah, I agree, and I, I kind of agree. Like you know, it seemed like uh, in the past when uh, OBJ was here, it was like people were team OBJ or or team Baker. And I know you said this before, and I kind of felt the same way. Like. Can't they both just be bad football players for us? Like, you, get, you don't got to be on one side or the other, you know? Um, I, uh, I go back, when it comes to OBJ,
0: I kind of go back to, and, and some people get really hot with me because I, I do use the term sandbag. I think, you know, Michael Irvin said something where Michael Irvin said he doesn't trust his hands. He's had drops. Mm-hmm. And I think that at times, you know, if, if he trusts himself fully, I think that he makes plays. I think he trusts himself fully. I, I think he didn't trust the quarterback, and I think he gave up. Um, that's why I think the difference is between him and Jarvis. I think Jarvis will stick it out a little bit harder. I'm sorry. I think it's true. That's part of the reason I love Jarvis, and I'm going to be really sad when they more than likely let him go next week.
3: Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I,
0: I, I just think it's I, I think they're going to probably move on, and, uh, and personally I'm going to be pretty upset as a fan because I'm a big, big, big Jarvis Landry fan. But that's why I always separated those two. For Odell, I I, I wanted to trade for Odell. I wanted that move badly. Uh, I've been an Odell fan since he started, uh, since he was in LSU. And I just became every day the fighting, whether or not it's going to work. And there's also things that I can see from his side where I can understand where he's coming from on a couple of things. Like if, if if I was out and my team made the playoffs and everybody said, the offense is better without you. I can understand why he asked for a trade during the offseason.
2: Mm-hmm. If
0: the offense is really better without me, then move on from me. Mm-hmm. But the Browns were in an impossible situation, so it was ugly. I don't wish him any ill will. I was fine to see to see him win a Super Bowl, but I was upset, very upset with how it ended. But we'll see, because now it's on I mean, it's on Baker now. I, you, I can blame whatever I want to on OBJ, but that that's done. That's that's in the past. You gotta focus on Baker in the future now.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I agree with your answer. Baker won't be the star in two thousand twenty three. Uh either way it's not good for, for the Browns because, you know, I, I mean, I hope we're wrong and he is, then that that would be a good sign for the Browns. But the only good 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 explanation that can be for the Browns is if some kind of way we make a move this season, and he's already gone, and we have our quarterback of the future already. But uh, I know that's uh, the chances are slim on that. Um, well, what would you
0: guys want to do? We let, uh, I mean,
2: it we fi- that he's going to be the guy, but we want to figure it out. You know, I heard I mean, that
3: before. We let Khalil Mack go to the Chargers. <laughs> we let Khalil Khalil Mack go to the Chargers today for two second round picks, a second, no, second round second and second sixth round. Is, you yeah. know, like, it's like, yes. hey, right, that was it. A second round a six round oh,
1: pick yeah yes, yes right. yeah a shoestring and a kiss on the cheek yeah <laughs> <laughs> when the
0: kiss I, on the I cheek is a
1: hug why are the why are the bears I, can, I mean i can call the bears idiots all i
0: want but why would they move on for just that well, what's like, what what's going on there cuz it, it makes me i have to look
3: at it both ways i'm like man the chargers got just got better and new, I think they did. New coach. Uh, they're I trying like to clear at, up cap space. Why, why would they do that? What'd you say? I'm sorry, you broke up there for a minute. I said new coach, and I think they're trying to clear up cap space for a new coach and like sort of like a new a fresh start.
2: And he was injured last year. Yeah.
0: yeah, but I mean, you got that's true. You got a new coach, but you also have a new quarterback. And I, I mean, you, I think Miles Garrett, in a way, because of the defense. A good pass rusher can make an offense better. A good pass rusher can make a quarterback better.
3: That's you can set pages. him up with
0: shorter fields. You know, you can pad stats a little bit more. Like, I, it, it just it kind of confuses me. I'm going, man, you got Justin Fields. He's going into year two. What are you, what, like, what are you guys doing? What are you doing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm going to have to bring that up tomorrow. I go, I, I don't think I'd be happy if I were a Bears fan here just with picks. I want to support my quarterback, and, and I got to support my quarterback with good players who
3: are still in their front. He
2: could have gave him up with the extra
3: third round pick. Oh, we I mean oh, I, think, like, well, I think I yeah. think either Andrew Berry knows something we don't know, kid, or or there was a relationship thing with somebody in the Charter's front office that made that happen. Have,
0: I don't think they act. Oh there's they're always I mean the NFL the NFL's so incestuous, like they, everybody's got a family member somewhere. Uh, as far as, like, a co- like, coaches or family members, front office members or family members, they all know each other. Mm-hmm. That's why it's hard to – I mean, that's honestly – that's why it's it's hard to get, like, kicked out of the NFL. Like, once you're in, you're kind of in. Okay.
2: Yeah. All right, so now we get in the get into the cast because we've we got our own Basketball Hall of Famer here. So, I'll, with this question is, uh, first, do you think the uh, cast will uh, get to the playoffs? And when I mean the playoffs uh, – that can be the play-in game, but they would have to win their play-in for me to consider them making the playoffs. So, you, first question, you think they'll get to the playoffs?
0: I do. I do. Uh, well, I – what's my Jared
3: Allen injury update? Like, it was it was said to still be – Indefinite. Yeah.
2: It was said to still they, be indefinite. Yeah. They, they haven't given anything that, as far as I know yet. Yeah,
0: like – I've never, I've never seen this. I need, I need an update. They're very weird about that over there. Like they did that with Colin a little bit, mm-hmm. and they kind of don't give you an update. Like if he's going to be out for two weeks, that makes it tough because we called it the stretch of death. I mean, they did like until the twenty-sixth of May or until the, excuse me, after the twenty-sixth of March, they really don't have a break. They got a couple of teams that aren't that great, but even like Detroit, they're one and two against Detroit. So I still think they will, but. Man, you're playing against teams that are good and they're also playing for seeding. I know Chicago's in a free fall. Um, (laughs) I still think they will. I still, you know, even a play-in game, give me the playoffs, give me some experience, even if they get rolled, even if they get rolled 4-0. I I just need a little experience with these guys here because, you know, I look at Jared Allen. Jared Allen looks old. Jared Allen's only 23. (laughs) So they they need some experience and he needs some experience. And they got to, like, Darius has to learn how to go out and get a bucket.
2: Mm-hmm. And he's doing
0: that right now. Like he did it against Indiana, but I need him to do it in a playoff scenario. I, I just like they got to get the, they got to get the skin hardened up. They got to get a thick skin and go after him.
3: That's what they supposed to get LeVert for. Go get a bucket.
0: And now the guy's hurt. And I, <laughs> I, I tell you right now, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say this. I forgot Rayshon Rondo was on the team.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think the cat, like the Cavs, are very seeing and very cautious about their injuries too. Because, like. Yeah. Garland had a sore back and he missed, like, he was out like three weeks straight, but he, he seems fine, so I guess it worked out, but, uh, our own, uh, college basketball Hall of Famer has a, has a question. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, as you were talking about, uh, Baker and his, uh, you know, kind of mental state, um, as we're recording today on Thursday, um, and we'll air next week, how do you feel about, uh, Ben Simmons, what is your take on Ben Simmons and and the whole, you know, 76ers versus the uh versus the Nets?
0: I have to be very careful how I answer Ben Simmons' questions.
2: <laughs> yeah, you don't <laughs> so want get to get worried. canceled. I, we we don't want to...
0: I get worried about this. Yeah. Yeah. I get very worried with Liam and I talk about this off the air. We get very worried about this. You know, it 10 years ago, 15 years ago, we just call players soft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do think I think there are players like, Russ Westbrook the other day. I, I'm a fan of Russ Westbrook. I, I've, I've adored Russ Westbrook for a long time. When a when a, when a a fan is calling you Westbrook, and you start talking about how, you know, my kids, my wife.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm like, listen, buddy, I know the season ain't going the way, you're, the way you want it to go, but that's part of the contract. Right. He didn't call you something terrible. He didn't say something terrible to you. He didn't touch you. He didn't get physical with you. He called you Westbrook, and that's part of that's professional sports. I mean, there ha, there has to be some there has to be some acceptance of that. Now, I'm not advocating I'm not advocating you know heckling to an obscene degree or, or harassing, but to me Westbrook is not harassing a guy. No. I and mean, you pay for those seats for a reason. But guys <laughs> like me got to be very careful because yeah. when a player tar- starts talking about mental health, I have to be sensitive to that.
2: Yeah, yeah, because I can't yeah.
0: see that injury.
2: Yeah, so a yeah. guy like
0: Ben Simmons, my my whole thing is I go back to last summer I go, you're not going to fix this guy in one summer of basketball. That's why I didn't, I, didn't want to trade
2: for him. Right.
0: Now, I, I think I was wrong. And the reason I was wrong is because the culture seems to be a lot better than I gave it credit. So if you brought in Ben Simmons, I had no idea that the culture was better than what it is. That's a miss by me. So maybe they could support Ben Simmons. Maybe the people wanted him were right. But I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, this is a guy who's talking about mental health. He's obviously got a block going on in his head about scoring, especially in the postseason. His own teammates and coach threw him off. under the bus in front of a national audience in a press conference. And I'm sitting there going, Cleveland ain't going to fix him. We thought that Andrew Biden would be fixed coming here. We're not the place to fix players. <laughs> and maybe I was wrong about that. But I'll tell you guys, I, I get nervous about, like the Kevin Love stuff. Yeah. I got so pissed at Kevin Love last year when he did that thing up in Toronto with the inbound pass. Mm-hmm. And it's like you always got to keep it in the back of your head going, you got to watch out because they claim that, and then all of a sudden I'm the a-hole here. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I, it makes sense. It, it makes sense. We talk a lot about yeah. the culture on our pod and how
3: sometimes, sometimes you know, the, the reactions to that stuff is like, oh, are you being canceled or are you discounting them? It's like, no, but as a fan, I got an opinion.
2: Yeah, we and, we say that kind of stuff yeah. because we're not doing it for a living. So if we get canceled, you know, we are. they can't stop you from doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this, though.
0: It's always like a weird rule of thumb. And maybe sometimes maybe I would take it back. But you always try to say you do. You always try to not say something you wouldn't say to someone's face. Like if Kirk Cousins walked in. I'd have to say, listen, I, I called you Leftover Pot Roast, and I think you are Leftover Pot Roast. Right? And you can rip me all you want. You make a lot more money than me, and you don't care. But, yes, I'd rather rub soap in my eyes and bring you in for $35 million. Like, I'd have to say that to their face. And there's been a couple of weird situations. I had a player, I've said this story on the air, Craig Robertson, who was a good player for the Browns and ended up having, you know, has had a really nice career, uh, he thought I was a different host. And... Craig Robertson was not anybody to mess with. Yeah, he's a lot back
2: He's a big dude, right? Uh,
0: yeah. yeah, Craig, Craig, has, Craig has, has lived a life. And Will... You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He, sta- he stared at me like he was going to throw me through the window. And then he got done, and I go... It's like... I, I go, he was so nice to me. And I and I said, does he know? I'm, my name's Ken. I'm not... And he thought and he like he, he set a message up with Zagura later.
1: He thought I was a different host. I'm not gonna say who it was. We know but he we, did, we, we, he, got, <laughs> we got a couple ideas. He,
0: he, he thought I was somebody else yeah. and he was not having it. And I was sitting there going, Holy cow, I'm about to get killed by this guy. So you gotta be careful with that stuff. But yeah, I just I you just don't say anything about a guy you wouldn't say to his face.
1: Ken, okay, so we're uh, we're up against it. I know we're we're uh, got a literally like a few more minutes left. Um, baseball got resumed today. The uh, owners and the players agreed on the deal. Uh, how do you feel about the um, the Guardians? Uh, <laughs> the name? Well, no. Well, I mean that that's we, we'll maybe we'll talk about that another. Just just baseball as a whole resuming.
0: I'm glad, that they, I'm glad that they didn't miss actual games. This was all hot air, and it gave us something to talk about, and they <laughs> resumed it. I think baseball's at a serious crossroads. Uh, you know, I, I really want to give a really long answer about things. You know, basketball is a game that you can play cheaply. Football is a game that people, it's a gladiatorial sport. It's still a, it's still a test of a man's willpower. It's still a violent game, no matter what we do. It's not for everybody. And people enjoy it. People enjoy the violence. People who play it enjoy the violence. Uh, so they'll they'll do things. And plus, people will, there are investors who will support that type of thing, especially in our cities, in our and especially in our communities, Northeast Ohio. Mm-hmm. Baseball. You know, I I hear horror stories about people who got to pay six hundred dollars a tournament for travel baseball for kids who are in fourth grade. Yeah. Right, what are you doing? What, what, why, why, do, why does this cost this much? You know, you've, you've segmented the population. You've made this so cost prohibitive to people, and it scares me because I go, "You're choking out your own sport." You don't even realize. You got baseball people who sit there and they say these type of things, and they go, "Well, it's on the kids. It's on the kids. It's on the kids." The kid will go play lacrosse. The kid will go play football. The kid will go play basketball. The kid will go play soccer. You no, know, the kid doesn't have to play baseball. When we grew up, guys, it was it was fifty bucks. Maybe when I I'm 35, it was probably like 20 something dollars to play baseball. I don't
2: remember paying anything. It was free fun. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was free. I didn't pay anything. That's exactly, well, that's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. And now you got got like you got kids. My son's in
0: first grade. You're telling me in three years I'm gonna pay for my son 600 dollars a tournament? <laughs> I'm sorry. I I I don't think my son is. He's 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 got my name. He's me. I'm not very good at sports. He's not very good. I don't like. I got to make that investment, and there are people willing to do it. And I go, why? Do I want to? Do I just want to segment my kids' sports just like that? I think that's where the problem begins with baseball. Major League Baseball doesn't want to recognize it. Nobody else wants to recognize it. You got a real problem with affordability with people and with with people who have kids who are small and they're playing other sports.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, I gotta. I gotta. Uh four-year-old son a seven-year-old daughter and i can tell you like their interest is broad and wide in sports like my son really really likes basketball and soccer um and he liked t-ball and i think about like hold on this whole travel thing and all that i worry about like the cost of that and the time as well so even if you can afford it do you got the time which time is even more valuable As a parent, Uh, and and even as a kid, because again, I'm thinking about I I do want you to enjoy Saturday. Just being a kid, yeah, I want you to enjoy being a kid. Uh, There's there's all those kind of things as well. I do I do really do believe, and I live in Twinsburg, here in Northeast Ohio, and I really do believe like that. that I've I've heard my neighbors who have kids are in high school or college, and I say my kids stopped because it just it was it was too cost prohibitive and the time. And when I was growing up playing baseball, that those two things were never the issue.
0: I mean, I I gotta work. I'm, you know, Liz stays at home. I live in Streetsboro, um, so I'm close to you. You know, Mike, I gotta work my ass off to make sure, like, you know, we're taken care of.
3: We see, Ken. You always on TV on the radio. We know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And part of that's like, like. It was tough. Like I, I have to sacrifice because I was his baseball coach. I was his football coach. I was the head coach. There's no way I'm doing that. My dad was the head coach. Ain't gonna happen. But uh, I coached. I it's like well, I'm gonna have to sacrifice some of that. Like the time, the time you hit it right there. Because everybody says, oh, well, you'll you'll figure out a way to pay for it. They always say you'll figure out the way to do it. I go, okay, I guess we will. But I don't want to drive me into the ground, man. I don't want to do that. Like, you're only going to be a kid once, and yep, I don't yep. need i don't need parents getting political about it. I don't, I don't yeah. need that stuff. He's got the rest of his life to worry about that stuff. It, it bothers me. It really does. Maybe my attitude maybe my will change. Maybe I'll, quote-unquote, see the light someday. I don't know. But <laughs> I think that's – I think you just hit it right there. I think that, that even though I'm complaining about cost yep. and how much it costs to play these things, the timing of it, you know, going from sport to sport, being able to have fun – now that's that's a tough thing that I think a lot of people are. I think they just get swept up in it. I think it becomes a big pissing contest between the parents it turns out mm-hmm. oh, I love my kid more than you. This and this is why. And uh, well, I hope I don't end up that way.
1: I really hope I don't end up that way. Don't we all? Hey Ken, um, I know uh, you got to go, so we want to thank you for your time. We want to thank you for being the first guest. Um, we appreciate you know this this segment. You being able to answer questions. Hopefully, hopefully. And perfectly we can get you back before the start of the NFL season, and we can uh, recap or go over the, uh, the upcoming Brown season.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, driving home with you guys isn't that isn't that hard. So I, because uh, <laughs> I, 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 t- I, I was emailing James back and forth, and I'm like, yeah, I, I have to turn some people down, but they're asking for the first time. He asked me uh, back before I got the job at eight, so I was like, hey, can I just do after football season, just so I can you know do the other thing? So. Yeah, if we can do this time, absolutely.
1: Okay. Well, we look we look forward to it, man, and we appreciate you for hanging in there, and uh, we wish you all the best, and we'll continue watching you and check you out on 92.3 The Fan and the uh, Odyssey app. Absolutely,
0: guys. Thank you very much. Take care of yourself. All okay. right, uh, you I too, too, Ken. Have a good one. See you, guys. All right, see you.
1: We hope you all enjoyed this episode with our very first guest, Ken Carmen. Again, you can find them on 92.3 The Fan, uh, 6 a.m. to 10 p. I'm sorry, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern. On uh, 92.3 The Fan, you can also find them on the Odyssey app, uh, and also too locally on Fox 8. Uh, you can catch them around 5 p.m. Eastern, as well as 6 p.m. and on the weekend on uh, Cleveland Sports Radio. We hope you enjoyed the show, and uh, we'll talk to y'all soon.